Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. First things first, this is about truth-telling. I have no agenda. Zero. I always have questions. What's the problem? That's just who I am. This is what No Mercy is all about. Hey, here I come. You can book it. Ah! This is the moment of a lifetime. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gonna stop me high? Who gonna stop me high? Breath taking a move that I make. I give it everything I got. Cause that what it takes. I push the limit till it break. The heart of the brave. The soul of a legend with the will to be great. Hold up. Welcome. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the Stephen A. Smith Show, special edition of the Stephen A. Smith Show. Um, right, right here as we approach a big time weekend, particularly SummerSlam, WWE's uh, SummerSlam, and I know I'm excited about that. But before I say anything else, obviously we're usually on uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here over the digital airwaves of YouTube. Uh, this is a special Saturday edition because I've got a very, very special guest right here in the studio. By the way, you're here. Thanks to our official studio sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sports betting company of the Stephen A. Smith Show. He is a star, to say the least. Turned a career on TikTok and Vine into becoming the next rising star in the world of professional wrestling. He'll be putting his athletic talents on display tonight at WWE SummerSlam. And I'm excited to mix it up with the Maverick himself, the one and only Mr. Logan Paul. What's going on, man? How are you? How's everything? What's up, Steven? Oh, man, things are good. Man, man, yeah, I'd say, I'd say you're, you're living pretty well, Logan. You're living pretty well, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, man. It's, uh, it's odd just to sit here and hear all these things about myself, but I, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. 
Here we are, dude. I'm a fan. I'm a big I, fan. I, I like your, your energy. Well, listen, I've always had a lot of respect for you and your brother. And I've spoken to Jake on many occasions. And you know how I feel about him because I think his heart's in the right place. And he does a lot yeah. of good things that he doesn't get credit for. He's crazy at times. You know that. He's your brother. You know how crazy he can be. But overall, he's got a good heart, man. So that's just the way it goes. Let me stick to you, though. A wrestler. I didn't see this coming, especially after I watched you fight Floyd Money Mayweather in the boxing ring. I thought that's the direction that you was going to go in, Logan Paul. But here you are, a big part of the WWE these days. Talk about that, how you feel about it, how it all happened. Man, it's crazy. I, I didn't see it coming either, Stephen A. Smith. I, I really didn't. Uh, I was invited to do, to do a, a wrestling match, a tag team match against the Mysterios for WrestleMania. Because I had kind of a working relationship with the WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, I think halfway through this match, I hit a I hit a a move that was kind of a spit in the face to uh, the Mysterios. It was in reference to Eddie Guerrero. I was on top of the rope, about to jump off to do my first ever uh, frog splash in the WWE, which is okay. now kind of my move. And I hit this little Eddie Guerrero shimmy, and the crowd goes crazy, but they're all booze, right? <laughs> and, and and everyone backstage lights up because you know in the WWE universe. Boos are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Boos are great. Cheers are great. Silence is bad. Right. And I, I, I like lit this crowd up and I get backstage and I go to Vince McMahon and, and he says something to me like, oh, your future is here. Right. And I think we all kind of realized at the same time, I could do this. I, mm. I, I like it. And I'm, I'm good at it. It's, it's, it's showmanship. It's performance. It's athleticism. And, uh, now I'm I'm in a multi-year contract with the WWE and I'm willing to put it all on the line every single match. And I think the fans react to my performances. So I'm going to run we, as far as I can with this. We can see it for what it is with the visual eye, meaning that that's obviously wrestling as opposed to boxing. But as somebody who was a participant in both, who trained for both, who appeared and displayed a passion for both, what's the difference between the two? And how do you explain the comfort that you have now being an entertainer, even more so than a fighter? It's a great question, Stephen. This is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Wrestling's harder than boxing. Really? It's harder than boxing. How? I'll tell you why. If you're a boxer, to me, it's kind of obvious that the toughness is inherent. You got to be a tough kind of screws loose character to get hit in the face every day and want to try to kill someone in the ring with you every single day in sparring. Right. Uh, So that kind of comes with the territory. The hard part about boxing is then obviously putting together the chess match in your mind and coming up with that violent strategy to overcome the guy across from you. But it's, it's, it's not a lot of calculations. It, it's it, it, you have, you go in with the strategy, but you got to be able to adapt on the fly. Like it, it feels more instinctual to me um, with wrestling. When I first started, I couldn't believe how 360 degrees this business was there. There are, so many things to account for. And the analogy I use is um, when I'm boxing, I'm worried about one person, the mm-hmm. guy across from me. Right. When I'm wrestling, I'm worried about 50,000 people watching me in a stadium. And, I, <laughs> and, 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 and it is my job. I am getting paid to make sure they're having a good time, to make sure they're entertained, to make sure I'm giving it my all, not messing up any of the moves. Uh, and, and, and between the nuances of putting on a good performance 
uh, athletically and in the entertainment realm, it's like Broadway on steroids. Like everyone in the WWE is so athletic and so talented in, in, in a different way that I never would have expected. And I, I find the mental part of WWE way more taxing than boxing. Mm. You have a YouTube channel. I'm on here bragging, you know, every time because I just started my own YouTube channel a few months ago. I got about 270,000 subscribers. I'm talking to a guy that has 23 million. Okay, 23 million. That's what I'm talking to right now. So I'm yeah, looking. Who are these people? I, 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 How do you know they're real? I, I, exactly. So, I mean, listen, <laughs> it's, a, it's a testament to you. But when I think about it, I'm going to tell you, and I want I want your response to this as you're sitting here talking. I'm talking to the great Logan Paul right here. He's a part of WWE SummerSlam tonight. I look at wrestling right now, and here's the difference between for me, wrestling and boxing. I think what you said about Vince McMahon. This is the great Vince McMahon. This is a guy that's been one of the greatest promoters in the history of sports. We know what he's turned, what was once the Royal Wrestling Federation, now World Wrestling Entertainment, into. we know what this, what this man has accomplished. And I'm thinking about boxing, and from fight to fight, you don't even know who the hell the promoter's going to be. You don't know when the fights are going to take place. You don't know uh, uh, if they're going to let the fighters fight, et cetera, et cetera. Does that play a role? And why you enjoy being a part of the WWE so much as opposed to being in the boxing ring? Yes, yes and no. Yes, because it's a show. And uh, I'm here to put on a show. <laughs> like, like people, people always ask me, they're like, you know, uh, like my, my fiance now asked me when she first started coming to these wrestling matches. She goes, uh, does it bother you when you go in and the whole stadium is booing you? Like everyone wants you to lose. Mm -hmm. They don't like you. That doesn't bother you. And I said, Nina, the commodity here is time. It's, it's not about being liked or disliked. The right. commodity that people are giving me their most valuable commodity in their life. That is their time. If I can make and evoke a reaction out of the viewer, right. the, uh, the audience, the consumer, we won. And if I can do that time and time and time again, we're going to have a really fruitful, fruitful career. And boxing, I think, especially recently with my brother even, is, 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 is kind of understanding the value of that. Um, it's putting on a show. It's sports entertainment. And I'll do both in either realm. I just happen to be a little better at wrestling than I am at boxing. You know? do, 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 do you have, I mean, when you think about it, like for me personally, I grew up watching um, it was Hulk Hogan. It was Andre the Dine. It was Randy Macho Man Savage. It was the Ultimate Warrior. You know, this is before The Rock and Goldberg and all of these guys came along. I used to watch NWA when you talk about Magnum TA, the American yeah. Dream, Dusty Rose. My all-time favorite tag team was the Road Warriors. Yeah. I couldn't get enough of that stuff, right? But I wonder, is it better to be a good guy or a bad guy, Logan? Is it what's better? What's look, better? Look, Steven, Steven, Steven. I'm not a bad guy. No, no, no. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about, I'm talking about. I'm not, right. I'm not a bad guy. Right. I'm the bad guy. The bad guy. And it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Even I, I'll be honest with you. Right. When I'm up there just being an a-hole, puppeteering the crowd, getting under my opponent's skin in any little way I can, there's a part of me that ignites. And it's a little scary, but I love the idea of being able to 
being able to essentially conduct an entire audience mm. however I want, whenever I want, with what I say. Mm. It's, now it's you know, great, dude. I've recently leaned into being a heel, and I, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> it it's kind of fly. It's kind of. I wouldn't mind being a heel as a manager. I really, really would. I was arguing with Paul Heyman about that the other day. I wouldn't I mind. I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind trying to pull that off. But I can't do it as good as him. He humbled me. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't be as good as him. He's unbelievable. Yeah. He really, really is. But, 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 but getting to you because you know, I don't know if you noticed or not. I was at WrestleMania. I was at WrestleMania so fast. They, I mean, I, I saw you lose to Seth Rollins, man. What 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 happened? What happened, Logan Paul? What happened? Uh, it's not it's not about what happened. It's about who my opponent was. Okay. If if you don't know Seth Rollins, uh, it's because you're not in the WWE universe universe. But he's like he's like top three. He's incredible. Right. And 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 to be honest with you, <laughs> I was honored to lose to Seth Rollins. Like, <laughs> no, he's so good, bro. I'm right. not I'm not bitter about that at all. We put on a great match. We had an amazing spot with Prime. Like, like that had to be one of the best branded integrations in in WWE history, or or even just any sports uh, entertainment show ever. Mm. Um, I was proud about that. Like, the WWE has put so much trust in me. My 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 third match, I think it was. They put me up against Roman Reigns, who's right. the face of the the WWE. Yes. WrestleMania put me up against Seth Rollins, just one of the best they had. Like. Man, I'm 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 here to work. So when you talk about loving being the heel, love being the bad guy, as you so eloquently yeah. put it, I mean, uh, uh, who's the best in history when it comes to that? Who do you look at and say, "Damn, I want to pull that off. I want to be like that guy in in in, in the years to come. I want to be that annoying. I want to be that antagonistic. I want the crowd, a hundred thousand people, booing me and going crazy because I'm that bad of a guy." Who do yeah. I mean? Who do you want to emulate in that category? Is there anybody well, that stands out? Well, there's a person who's actually active right now. Okay, who I admire his heel tendencies, right. and he goes by the name of Dominic Mysterio. Okay, he is Rey Mysterio's son. Yep, and he had a feud with his dad, and it worked. The audience mm-hmm. ate it up. Like they hate this guy now. I, I I think it actually might be real hatred. Dom Dom puts the mic up to his mouth. And he mm. can't get a word out because right. everyone in every single arena around the country, around the world, mm. is booing. He, he cannot speak. He cannot cut promos. That's where I want to be. I want to be so hated I can't talk when I enter the venue. <laughs> <laughs> you might pull it off, man. I, I right, so. <laughs> right now, the WD, I just got a few more questions for you because I know you I know you got I know you're on some time constraints. So I appreciate you, man. But I'm looking at the WWE right now and its popularity as, a, as, as, as just sports entertainment. It's phenomenal. It really, really is. And I don't think people realize that a lot of times when I'm doing my sports show, it's research that you do here. Yeah, NFL is king. Ain't no doubt about it. It always has been, or at, least, or at least for the last several years, obviously, it's just established itself as a religion for crying out loud. Basketball is incredibly popular. The WWE is right there. People can't get enough of it. How do you explain it? Can't believe it. Uh, good management, uh, good leadership, uh, bold, bold, confident, confident decisions, creative storytelling. Like this entity is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm saying this as a person who's now in the WWE, but yeah. wasn't necessarily paying attention to the organization and now understands how this well-oiled machine works. Mm-hmm. It is they are they are they are just so good to. Their talent, they are so good with their storylines. They hook the viewer. They hook people who don't necessarily watch WWE. Like that, that's I think probably why I'm in there. Like right. they have there's there's plenty of talent, 
but I can reach an audience that may not necessarily care about WWE. But when I'm off there or out there just launching myself off the top rope and sacrificing my body just to entertain people, like you got to respect it. You know, how's the money? You ain't gotta give me a you ain't gotta give me a figure, but I'm asking you in general, how's the money? Because you and your brother know how to make money now. I mean, you ain't yeah. doing it for free. How's the money? I like I like having a job. I like <laughs> I like I like having a job. Uh, and it's you know it's a well paying job. They treat me well, um, but it's <laughs> you got to stay healthy. That's the only right. thing about it. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a dangerous dangerous game. Mm. And I, this match in particular uh, tomorrow. Or today, by it's the time Ricochet, it's right? Yeah. Ricochet, yeah. yeah. I'm, it's, I mean, we're two of the biggest high flyers in the WWE. Like, I, I plan on this being one of the most viral matches in WWE history. And there's, there's a lot on the line, man, because I have a boxing match lined up for October 14th. Why? And if I, Why? Yeah. Why do yeah. you need to do that? What? You don't, you don't need to be getting punched in the face. I'll tell you why, Steven. I'll tell you why, Steven. Motherfuckers forgot who's really the best at this game. Okay. The last person I fought was the greatest boxer of all time. Mm. And it's been, I think, 790 days t- since my last boxing match. And I've been left out of the pugilistic conversation, and that bothers me. Uh, mm. I- I- it took me a little bit to find my footing in boxing, but no one knows how good I am. You can't you can't gauge my skill based on fighting Floyd Mayweather. That guy's right. unbelievable. Right. So I'm excited to get back in there and show him, show him who's boss. This is the moment of a lifetime. Uh-huh. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gonna stop me high? Who gonna stop me high? So if you were fighting professionally as a boxer, what weight division would you be in? I'd probably be uh I'd probably be 185. About 185? Proud cruiserweight yeah. division. That's a crowd cruiserweight. Nobody cares about the cruiserweight division. You know that, right? Nobody yeah. cares about the cruiserweight division. Is, is it light heavyweight or heavyweight? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be 185. Same weight class as my brother. Yeah. But like, but like dude, I, don't, I, I have no interest in, in pursuing a boxing career like Jake. Right. I, I, I value my, my brain and my ability to right. think uh, mm-hmm. more than anything that I have. And I think boxing would potentially ruin that. Have you tried to encourage Jake to get involved with the wwe or do you like because he see he seems to be all about boxing he loves it to death doesn't want to stop etc etc do you find yourself based on what you just told me do you find yourself concerned about him staying in that sport and trying to make that his professional career highly concerned yeah but you know he's 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 stubborn and he's violent (laughs) and he likes to fight people Right. And uh, I bring him into the universe when I can. We we had him uh, involved in the Roman Reigns match. Yeah, knocked out both knocked out both the Usos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so cool that we get to kind of cross over and be intertwined with mm-hmm. each other's lives, running these parallel storylines. And and even like I'm gonna have my match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. WWE was nice enough to grant me the first match at SummerSlam here in Detroit. I'm mm-hmm. here now. Yep. As soon as my match is done, I'm getting on a jet. And I'm flying right to Dallas to support my brother and watch him knock out Nate Diaz. Like, mm. and I, I might even, I might even still be in my gear. Right. And I, I think it's just such a unique opportunity that we've been given because we're both living parallel lives, mm-hmm. doing the exact same thing but different. What has Vince McMahon and I'm getting to your brother in a second, but what has Vince McMahon and the WWE told you about your chances to be that megastar, the likes of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and others? What do you think your legitimate shot is of being 
the caliber of one of those guys? You know, I love this question because that's where my head is at. That's where my head always goes when I enter any new vertical. Uh, I'm not here to take part. I'm here to take over. Mm-hmm. It's my DNA. It's how I'm wired. Um, I was the last superstar that Vince McMahon signed. Again, after my first match, he took me backstage. He said, your future is here. And I understand the weight of those words coming from him. Mm-hmm. So to be honest with you, if I wanted to be the face of the WWE, and if I wanted to give this industry my all, I could. I know I could. Mm. It's it's just a decision I have to make. It's a, it's a flip I have to switch. How soon... And- how soon do you think you'll make it? That decision. Have you thought about it? I don't. I don't know, Stephen. I don't know because it's also up to the fans. You know, like yep. do you do you do they resonate with me? They yeah. might. They they might think I come in there and I'm, I don't like my arrogant, cocky, conceited nature, and might think I'm the outsider forever, mm-hmm. even though I'm, I'm active doing five yes. PLE, PLEs a year. Like yep. I got some convincing to do, um, but I'm there in my head. I'm mm. there in my head. If, if I want to be WWE champion, I can do it. You Reality got your. Just- you, yeah. you you got your line. I got mine. One of my favorite lines from, from 50 Cent. Brothers trying to buy some Gucci. I'm trying to buy them all. I ain't come to get a little bit. I'm trying to get it all. That's my favorite yeah. line. I, I always <laughs> tell 50 that. That's my I love that line. Let's yeah. get to, before I let you get on out of here, let's get to your brother, Jake. So, I've always been a fan of Jake because I think that what Jake tries to do for the sport of boxing, I think people don't realize the importance of him being able to promote for him for himself and not being reliant on the promoters who I believe has held the sport hostage. I think that has done damage to the sport of boxing in America. And I applaud Jake for really, really showing an alternative. The only critique I've ever given Jake is I said, I'm tired of you walking around like you just some dude that came off the street and then you just beating up on somebody. You are a pro. You train <laughs> with professionals. You know how to box. Yeah, you but know that's how to the fight. Stick, Steven. I know, but you know how to stick. fight. Yeah, yeah, but we you know how to fight. You gotta fight, fighter. You got You can't be. These guys can't beat your brother. Yo, come yo, yo, on, there's, man. There's a part. There's a part in his Netflix documentary that just came out. Right. And he was talking about his first boxing match. Right. And and he 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 mentioned how tired he was and. And he said, he said, uh, I felt like I was dying, but I loved it. Mm. And it's it's that mentality that I think a lot of these boxers either don't have or maybe maybe aren't really about it. Like Jake's twisted. He's 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 twisted. He's always been twisted. We just happened to find an iPhone at age 15 and make a career first before we decided to pursue athletics. But, Mm. yeah, no, no, dude, he's 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 we were both built for this shit. You know, right. we, we just got into it later in life. They call us outsiders in either of these sports. Okay, maybe people have that conversation now, but in one, two years when, when Jake's taking over the boxing industry and I have WWE championships around my waist, what are you going to say then? Hey, listen, anybody, listen, as far as I'm concerned, people rooting against y'all, they fools. I'm not rooting against you. I just say, yeah. we're, I'm just, listen, I hope, first of all, I'm rooting for you. I hope that you become the biggest star in the WWE. I got a lot of respect for you, and you know how I feel about Jake. I just want Jake to fight boxers. Like, Nate Diaz is, it. we know his reputation. We know the man can fight. We know in the octagon, he, he could yeah. be something special. But we know you breathe on him, he starts bleeding. And I'm yeah. telling you right now, I, I haven't seen anything in this fight game in the octagon that tells me he's going to be able to take a punch from your brother. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. He's got hammers for hands, but it's a fair critique. And you know what? He should fight boxers. But then again, should he? Because I'll tell you why. Why? If you're you're a human 
who can rake in six to ten million dollars fighting people that you know you're going to beat and you want to build a resume and a record that's impressive with a good highlight reel you got to be strategic about this shit jake's 25 26 he's got so much time yeah but what i'm saying is i get where you coming from first of all he's he's making money he's gonna continue to make money no matter what all i'm saying is we don't know your skill set because you haven't been in there with anybody really, really skilled. You yeah. know what I'm saying, Logan. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You yeah, went no, in there I, with I, Floyd Mayweather. I mean, <laughs> you went in there okay, with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, he fought Tommy. That's what that's what yeah. people say, you know? But, like, yeah, I, yeah. I have the same – look, I have the same thought. I think if I fought Tommy tomorrow, I'd beat him. And I'm not even in boxing shape right now. Right. I well, like yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I got you. Well, listen, man, I wish nothing but but the best for both of y'all, man. Thank you for being on the show. SummerSlam tonight. Good luck with that against Ricochet. I think you're going to handle your business. But you're going to now you got to be careful because you might be in a rush because you're trying to get to the fight for, you, yeah, for well, your brother. I'm, I'm, so you got to make I'm, sure you can't take your eye off the ball. Yeah. Thanks. Right. There's a lot going on. I can handle it. All right. Yeah. By the way, congratulations. I heard you were engaged, man. You just got engaged, man. You had a 17-minute stuff on, on on social media talking about engaged. So you 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 about you about to walk that plank, you about to take that plunge, my brother. Congratulations yeah. with that. Thank you, bro. I'm 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 super adulting. And I'm I'm engaged to the love of my life. I got so lucky. I don't know how I found this girl. I'm very happy. Thank you, Steve. Well, you know what they say though. You get civilized when you get married. You know, because, you know, I feel pretty, I feel pretty civilized. I feel pretty civilized. That's right. So, in other words, you might have some compassion. You might not have that mean streak. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is she the type that is she the type that's going to be like this? Is she this is all I need to know? Because all I need to know is your fiance, the type that you come home and you didn't really show up. You might have won, but you didn't put forth a spectacular performance. You didn't knock somebody out. You didn't hurt them. Is she the type that'll get on you because you didn't punish somebody enough? No. She she wouldn't. Oh, that's no. dangerous. That's dangerous now. Because she wants you to be nice. That's what you tell me. No. She wants you to be nice. I, she doesn't. She, she doesn't want me fighting. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All the best to you, bro. I see you soon, man. Enjoy enjoy yeah, the weekend, man. Enjoy the fight tonight. All right, all right. Thanks, Steven. Thanks a lot, bro. This is the moment of a lifetime. The clock's ticking like my lifeline. Until I flatline, I push it to the red line. Who gonna stop me high? Who gonna stop me high? That was the one, the only Logan Paul. He's got a fight tonight against Ricochet. He'll probably win that. Obviously, Jake Paul, he's going to fly straight there from the fight. He said he'd probably still keep his, his clothes on, won't take a shower or anything. Just hustle straight uh, to the fight to make sure he gets there in time to watch his brother going up against Nate Diaz. They're saying that Nate Diaz is boxed for many, many years. I've watched Nate Diaz in the octagon, and he can hit you. He can hurt you, no doubt about that. And we all know that he's a warrior, but he is not a boxer. And so putting on the gloves, not being able to grab you, not being able to, you know, take you down, not being able to rush you, not being able to choke you out, not being able to get you to submit. He's got to beat you with punches. I haven't seen that. That Nate Diaz. And I can't imagine him beating Jake Paul. Uh, But this interview is about Logan Paul. And the reality is, is that very, very athletic, very skilled. And he, along with his brother, know how to make money and make things happen. Give them respect where it's due. 
Give it to them. They've earned it. They deserve it. They're both very entertaining. You got to give it to them. Still think Jake Paul needs to fight boxers. Logan Paul think he needs to stay in wrestling and not necessarily go to boxing. Why mess with your money? Why? Why do that? But that's what he wants to do. So there it is. There you have it. Thanks again for tuning in to the special edition of the Stephen A. Smith Show. I'll be back to you in a few days. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Peace and love, everybody. Until next time. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13, an Odyssey company in association with Stephen A. Podcast Productions. Episodes of No Mercy are available now for free wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.